Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 12th of March. India registered 3,614 new COVID-19 cases and 89 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. This is the lowest COVID tally since 12th May 2020, the NDTV reported. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 29 lakh, while the death toll has crossed 5 lakh and 15 thousand. The active COVID-19 cases in the country comprise of just 0.09% of the total infections with the recovery rate at 98.71% as per the health ministry data. So far, India has administered over 179 crore COVID-19 vaccinations of which over 18 lakh 18 thousand doses were given yesterday. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 440 million people while claiming the lives of over 5.9 million. Police officials have said that four terrorists have been neutralized in three separate overnight operations that took place in Jammu and Kashmir late last night, Hindustan Times reported. The Jammu and Kashmir police in a statement informed the death of two militants allegedly belonging to the Jaish-e-Mohammed in an encounter that broke out in Pulwama. In another counter-terrorism operation in Nechama, Rajwar area of Handwara, the police stated that one person linked to the Lashkar-e-Toyba was killed. The security forces have also reportedly captured an alleged militant during the operation, according to the NDTV. Vijay Kumar, the Inspector General of Police in Kashmir, stated that the security forces had launched joint operations in four to five locations and the encounters in Handwara and Pulwama have now culminated. This series of encounters occurred after people belonging to certain militant outfits fired gunshots at Shabir Ahmed Mir, an independent sarpanch in the Kulgam district of Jammu and Kashmir, near his residence in Adora. He was shifted to the nearby hospital for treatment but succumbed to the injury, the Indian Express reported. In connection with this incident, the police have said that an investigation is underway with the case being filed under relevant sections. The security forces in Jammu and Kashmir have intensified counter-terrorism operations after killings of civilians in the Union Territory region. Several political leaders in Jammu and Kashmir have condemned the incident. The vice president of the National Conference, Omar Abdullah, stated that he was shocked by the killings in the region. He said, and I quote, Mir was an elected sarpanch from the Kulgam district in South Kashmir. What does this say about the security situation or the effectiveness of the much-bragged third year of the government. The People's Democratic Party, led by Mehbooba Mufti, also criticized the central government on the incident. The party said, and I quote, Is this normalcy? Sarpans are being assassinated at will and except for condolences, the government has nothing concrete to offer. Unquote. In the aftermath of the Uttar Pradesh Assembly election results, Bahujan Samajwadi Party leader Mayawati today announced that her party spokespersons will not attend television news debates while slamming the media for its casteist agenda against BSP during the UP polls, the NDTV reported today. Mayawati tweeted and I quote, It is not a secret that during the UP elections, the media under instructions from their bosses adopted a casteist and hateful attitude towards the Ambedkarite BSP movement, thus harming us. Therefore, party spokespersons will be given new responsibilities. Party spokespersons Sudhindra Badoria, Dharamveer Chaudhary, Dr. M.H. Khan, Faizan Khan and Seema Khushwaha will not attend TV debates. 
The 2022 UP state assembly results saw the reduction of BSP's vote share from 22.3% in 2017 to 12.88% this time. In a state with 403 assembly constituencies, Uma Shankar Singh from the Rasara Assembly constituency will be the only BSP legislator in the state. Meanwhile in Punjab, the Aam Aadmi Party's chief ministerial nominee Bhagwant Maan today met Governor Banwari Lal Purohit to stake claims for the formation of the government, NDTV reported. Listeners, our team of reporters and producers were on the ground in the poll-bound states and brought you stories that matter. You can catch up with all their reports, both video and text, under the tag Assembly Elections 2022 on our website www.newslaundry.com. Also, while you're there on our website, do read my colleague Ayush Tiwari's latest report on the exit poll predictions and the way in which they translated in the assembly election results. The report is titled Assembly Elections 2022: No Exit Poll Heroes, but Some Quality Cameos. To continue bringing you stories such as these, we need your support. We don't depend on ads from the government or corporations. We are a reader-funded, ad-free organization. focused on bringing you news that is of public interest help us keep the spirit of independent news alive go to newslaundry.com and hit that red subscribe button on the top right corner today lowest subscription start at only rupees 300 a month in the aftermath of the fire that broke out in the early hours today in the gokulpuri area delhi chief minister arvind kejriwal visited the area and met with the family members of those who perished in the fire which claimed the lives of seven people kejriwal said on twitter that the government will provide a compensation of rupees 10 lakhs to those who lost family members rupees 5 lakhs to those who lost children and rupees 25000 to those who lost their homes the delhi police informed that nearly 30 shanties in gokulpuri were burnt down as fire broke out at 1 am in the region Devesh Kumar Pandey, the additional deputy commissioner of police of Northeast Delhi, spoke to ANI on the rescue operation. He said and I quote, "At 1 a.m. today, there was a fire incident reported in the Gokulpuri police station area. Immediately after gathering information, our teams reached the spot with all the rescue equipment. We also contacted the fire department which responded very well. We all managed to douse the fire by around 4 a.m." The fire department officials informed that 13 fire tenders were rushed to the site after the incident came to their notice. The NDTV reported, "A probe in the matter is still underway." The Mumbai Cyber Police has issued a notice to senior BJP leader Devendra Fadnavis asking him to appear before them in connection with the case of alleged illegal phone tapping. The NDTV reported, Mr. Fadnavis told reporters that he had received the notice and he would visit the police station tomorrow at 11 a.m. as requested. A police official told the NDTV that police had earlier sent questionnaires to Fadnavis regarding the case which he did not respond to. Consequently, two more notices were issued to seek a reply but there was no response from Fadnavis. Three police letters were also sent out to him to seek a response from him in the case. Finally, in this fresh notice, Fadnavis has been asked to appear before the Cyber Police on Sunday. He said, "Last year, the BKC Cyber Police Station in Mumbai had filed a case under the Official Secrets Act against unidentified individuals for allegedly tapping phones and leaking confidential documents illegally. The State Intelligence Department had filed the complaint. However, 
Prior to the filing of the FIR, Maharashtra Chief Secretary Sitaram Kunte claimed in his investigation report that IPS officer Rashmi Shukla had leaked the confidential report. While she was the chief of the Special Investigations Department, Ms. Shukla was accused of illegally tapping the phones of political leaders and senior officials. After Mr. Fadnavis cited a letter purportedly written by her to then Maharashtra Director General of Police about alleged corruption in police transfers, she found herself at the centre of the controversy. The letter also included details of intercepted phone calls causing outrage among Shiv Sena leaders who claimed that Mrs. Shukla had tapped phones without permission. Now, Mr. Devendra Fadnavis has been summoned by the cyber police in connection with the same case. In several Ukrainian cities, air raid sirens were blared, thereby urging people to seek shelter. This comes in after Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky stated that the war had reached a strategic turning point, the Indian Express reported. Today, the situation intensified in the northwest of Kyiv as Russian ground forces have gathered just 25 kilometers away from the capital. The Russian military forces have also encircled several other cities, the Reuters reported, citing the United Kingdom Defence Ministry. Ukraine's Deputy Prime Minister stated that she hopes for the opening up of several humanitarian corridors for residents in the conflict areas, including the besieged parts of Mariupol. In a video address, she said and I quote, I hope that the day will go well, all planned routes will open and Russia will fulfil its obligation to guarantee the ceasefire regime. As per the Ukrainian City Council data, at least 1,582 civilians in the southeastern city of Mariupol have been killed due to Russian shelling in the region that extended over a 12-day blockade, the Reuters reported. Furthermore, as per Ukraine's military forces and Britain's defence ministry, the Russian forces have appeared to be regrouping for a fresh offensive which might target Ukraine's capital, Kyiv. The Ukrainian officials have accused the Russian military of damaging a cancer hospital along with several residential buildings in the southern city of Mykolyiv with heavy artillery, the New York Times reported. On the other hand, as per the news agency AFP, Russian administration has warned that sanctions placed on it for invasion in Ukraine might lead to the crash of the International Space Station. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.